do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Hi, I'm James Gordon, currently the Secretary General of the Thalemic Order. One of the duties of that role, for myself and everyone who comes after me, is to speak periodically to the Order and the Thalemic community on matters of social or public importance. As most of you probably know, the United States will have a general election on November 3, 2020. In keeping with the U.S. IRS rules for churches, however constitutional they may or may not be, we don't endorse specific candidates. To be clear, however, nothing in the law prohibits a church or its leadership from taking a stand on or discussing socio-political issues. Thelema is based on the precept that we live in a new eon in which many changes can be expected. As Thelemites, we tolerate, even prize, chaos to the extent that it breaks down rigid old eon structures, such as patriarchy and enforced gender norms. In the past few years, there has been a lot of discussion about ethics and values within the Thelemic community. I've seen Thelemites who dare to suggest that we may have ethical responsibilities branded as cucked or worse. In the next few weeks before, and possibly after, the November 3 election, citizens of the United States will have to make many choices about what sort of government they prefer. Make no mistake, these choices impact not just the United States, but the entire world. The U.S., with just over 4% of the world's population, controls nearly a third of the world's wealth and is responsible for about 14% of its carbon emissions. Sadly, this is not a time when all those people who claim some form of esoteric enlightenment, despite our roots in Freemasonry and Illuminism, have stood up on the side of science and the profound valuation of human life. We have seen people wearing the 93 universal hexagram, symbolic of Thelema, participating with Proud Boys and battling for white supremacy in Portland. We have seen organizations that claim the heritage of those 18th century groups that despised despotism and understood that enlightenment entailed both spiritual advancement and science, tacitly endorse or affirm despots. That is unacceptable. While Thelema isn't bound by Aleister Crowley, he was its first prophet, and his writing describes many of its principles. There's not time here to go into all the fallacies which are applied to his work and writing, particularly his early work. It is a fact that a portion of his corpus was committed to paper at a time when the evils of social Darwinism had yet to be truly established and differentiated from real science. And some of those who have read his work use this portion of his writing to construct a heteronormative paradigm that reduces do what thou wilt to do whatever you want. I understand Gurley can be a hard read, and he complicates things by mocking words like democracy, ethics, or compassion based not on contempt for their underlying meanings, but on how they had come to be used in the society of his day. For him, many such terms were tarnished, in the same way that people today might sneer at the concept of fair and balanced, not because the idea is bad, but because its hypocritical use by Fox News has turned the phrase into a contemptible irony, which instantly provokes thoughts of its opposite. I've heard it asserted recently that Lieber Oz is an apolitical statement which allows for fascism, despite it being pinned literally as an intellectual justification and exploration of England's ongoing war against fascism and Hitler's Nazis, 
and in broader concept, the fight between free individuals and those who suborn their will to some more powerful person, not because it's a good idea, but because they don't trust themselves. I want to focus on one concept put forward by Crowley late in his life. In his diary for Monday, September 20, 1943, during the Second World War, he speaks of the criminal law according to Thelema, saying, All offenses are reduced to one, to deprive another of his right, e.g. to live, to own goods, to sleep, as by making undue noise, and so on. I think that's a profound statement. Let us think just for a moment how that might bear on today's social issues. Gurley is explicit here. He does not say, someone's right to sleep if they can buy enough earplugs and soundproofing. He calls out undue noise. He makes it clear that the exercise of freedom in a way that takes away freedom from another, whether actively or passively, goes against the spirit of Thelema. Those individuals who would put on Thelemic symbols and march with Proud Boys surely understand the importance of the right to own goods, but it would seem they're profoundly unclear on the concept of depriving another of their right. When my privilege, exercised by having police that protect my property and keep my neighborhood safe, takes away your right to live, that is undue noise. In a recent report, United Nations scientists warned that a failure of political and business leaders to take meaningful action to mitigate the impact of climatic change may, and this is a direct quote, turn our planet into an uninhabitable hell for millions of people. The scientists cited a profound doubling of natural disasters involving loss of life between the last two decades of the 20th century and the first two decades of the 21st. Disasters that claimed 1.23 million lives and impacted 4.2 billion people, all linked to climate change. When my need to consume, to have new and better things, takes precedence over your world being a safe planet on which to dwell, when it doubles your chance of death in a catastrophe, and when that risk is unevenly distributed over impoverished and indigenous peoples, that is undue noise. It seems almost ridiculous to have to say at the close of the second decade of the 21st century that our freedoms include the right of every person to define their own gender and sexuality, and that attempts to restrict what rights they may have and what roles they may take in society, and most especially in our rituals, based on our biased interpretation of their gender and of tradition, most certainly constitutes undue noise. Thelemites do not have recourse to a rigid list of thou shalt nots. We cannot say thou shalt not kill, because Crowley recognized the hypocrisy of saying don't kill, while guns within his hearing hurled steel into the sky to kill the crews of Nazi bombers. Rather than some rigid commandment, which must needs be continually violated, he supported killing only those who would thwart human rights, placing those who kill to support privilege or exploit others for their resources, clearly in the wrong, without condemning the RAF pilots that literally flew daily over his home to keep Hitler's Luftwaffe from taking away his right to live and breathe and write. 
These rites are intended to make us free, not to make us rapacious monsters who have no regard for the common good. Crowley told us, Do what thou wilt does not mean do as you please, although it implies this degree of emancipation, that it is no longer possible to say a priori that a given action is wrong. But we're given plenty of further guidance on the concept of what freedom means. And always there is the understanding that our freedoms end where they harm someone else's freedoms. We are infinitely tolerant, save of intolerance. Realistically, we don't need to depend on what Crowley said. He believed that those who could grasp the lemma would have the fundamental understanding that racism and fascism and other forms of intolerance are bad, that they could distinguish between valid leadership and populist demagoguery, that we had the native common sense to realize that laying waste to vast swaths of the planet so we could have minor conveniences and luxuries was wrong. I'm not here to tell anyone how to vote in this or any other electoral contest, nor is there any cure in the upcoming U.S. elections. There is the opportunity to correct course, but the battle for an enlightened world will begin, not end at that point. I am here to say that regard for our fellow human beings is core to Thelema, and that checking our privilege and understanding when we are making undue noise is core to Thelema. Rigid pronunciations about who is and is not a Thelemite are beneath us. But I think we can observe that wearing a symbol which means love is the law, love under will, while supporting white privilege and the unchecked murder of black people is an irony more profound than the onerous use of fair and balanced to describe reporting that is its diametric opposite. I cannot say who is a true Thelemite, nor am I going to try, but claiming to be a Thelemite or swearing an archaic century-old oath is not protection against the basic concept that we are infinitely tolerant save of intolerance. For a long time, we have extended a sort of grace to people who have no respect or regard for anyone but themselves and felt obliged to treat them with kid gloves because they put the name of Thelemite on themselves. Whether you wear a universal hexagram or not, if you side with the Proud Boys, we do not have to tolerate you. We are infinitely tolerant, save of intolerance. It is time for people to wake up and take sides. There is no point where Crowley said, we are infinitely tolerant, but it's okay to be intolerant if you wear a universal and mumble enough Nietzschean platitudes. If you do not understand, do what thou wilt does not mean do as you please. There is no defense for that in some metaphysical argument about the union of all things beyond the veil. We are infinitely tolerant, save of intolerance. Likewise, if we make decisions to ignore racism, white supremacy, nationalism, or gender intolerance because our friends are intolerant and we don't want to anger them, we're not simply being a good friend. We're not being above the fray. We are abrogating our responsibilities. The phrase is not, we are infinitely tolerant, even of intolerance when it suits us or might rock the boat. If we cannot verbally oppose our siblings and take adamant, absolute, and hard action to block them when they express support for neo-fascist tyranny, that is a weakness that no appeal to oaths can forgive. We are infinitely tolerant, save of intolerance. I have great respect for the many Thelemites who have truly helped promulgate the law, and there are many of you. 
The Thalamic Order seeks to establish not a heavy top-down hierarchy, but a meeting place for those of you who will to come to discuss and share ideas without an endless regurgitation of narcissistic and self-serving misinterpretations of Thalema. We are infinitely tolerant. Save of intolerance. In the next few months, the course of the next half decade at least will be decided. I do not know who are or are not true Thelemites, but I do believe that true Thelemites will be the ones who understand how to resist and prevail against undue noise. Love is the law, love under will.